Cops and Crime, Talk and Crime, Question and Crime. This is episode 177. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. I wish uh, I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end it's just the money. So today's episode is 177. It's Monday, November the 1st, and it's 2021. It's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. We're going to talk a little bit about law enforcement and crime. We're going to talk about when you talk, how that's a crime. We're going to talk about when you question things and it's a crime. So we got three items I'm going to give to you. Real quickly, let's talk about COVID and the Kennedy assassination. Peter Ducey, live in Rome. Peter, thanks. Uh, While I have you, what are we learning from this updated report about the COVID-19 origins? Came out late this afternoon. Yes, it expands on that 90-day review of the COVID origins that the president ordered a few months back. And what they found in this 18-page update is one intel agency is saying they believe COVID came from a lab accident. They say they have moderate confidence in that. Four other intel agencies say COVID came from exposure to an infected animal, but they have low confidence. Three other intel agencies are saying they need more info, and the director of national intelligence has concluded they don't think China was making a bioweapon, but the DNI is concluding that unless China comes forward with more information to help them fill in the blanks, then we will probably never know the origin of COVID for sure. So I brought up the Kennedy assassination because when President Kennedy was assassinated, I lived in Dallas, Texas. My father was involved in the Kennedy assassination because of his office building being used by the Warren Commission in the investigation. I have lots of inside information I'm more than happy to share with you, but not in this episode. One of the things I can tell you absolutely unequivocally beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt I am one of those who is completely fed up with the fact that the president of the United States, including, oh, yeah, even uh, Biden and Trump and everybody since, they don't want to declassify all of the information on the Kennedy assassination. Why? Why? We all know why. Because we got people that actually offed the president who had financial gain. So as a result, COVID, yeah, we'll never find out the true thing. They'll always, well, is this? and that and everything else because this thing stinks to high heaven. Let's go to our next item here. But we start with $100,000 to stop car break-ins. Good evening, I'm Elizabeth Cook. I'm Ken Bastida. San Francisco city leaders are hoping that cold, hard cash can help put a stop to the growing crime. KPIX 5's Kenny Choi has details of what this new approach is all about. Kenny? It's like all our important stuff, like our passports and IDs and COVID cards. Have you heard of all the theft no, that's happening? I haven't, especially broad daylight. You wouldn't think that something this to happen, but it does. They're just one of the latest auto burglary victims. It is really embarrassing for our city. It is frustrating, and it gives people the impression that it's not safe to come here. 
It's not, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Last time I was in San Francisco, my daughter, my wife, my son, my other son, we were walking down the street, we were going to a very nice restaurant, and this guy drops trowel and takes a dump, his hairy ass, in front of us, and takes a dude right in front of us. I mean, listen, I can tell you stories like that all day long, and we don't stay in crappy places. My God, we are staying on Knob Hill, we were staying at the Huntington. It's literally just down the street, just down the street from where... Um, Jennifer Aniston and uh, who somebody got married anyway. Somebody got married up there on Knob Hill when we were there one year. And it, it's a nice place. I mean, it's a nice place. But here's the thing. There's people like that everywhere. So San Francisco has got real problems. My opinion, you brought it on yourself. You brought it on yourself. And when you cannot discuss things like this, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get. Our top public health experts keep claiming this over and over. There is this solipsism of the American health community that is baffling to me and a number of the experts who I talk with, but most of them are afraid to speak out. I just got off the phone with one um, a half hour ago and I said, oh, I'm going on Megyn Kelly. She said, don't mention my name. And she's one of my top sources. She is highly, highly credentialed at one of our top universities in the country um, and total, who is an absolute one of the top people in this field. And she said, don't mention her name. This is really, really important stuff that people are not aware of, how much of dissent there is within the medical community, but how afraid um, so many people are to speak out. On masks in particular or more? On everything, but masks are such a ridiculous third rail here that they are afraid to speak out. There are some who who have courageously spoken out about it. Alyssa Perkins um, is one of them who she's uh, who I interviewed for one of my articles. She's in Boston. But um, there are most of them. People just don't want to touch it. And it's either explicit, whether you have, you know, you're in a university hospital, you have the director of your department who says to you, hey, you better not talk about this. Or I think what's more often is that it's implicit. The, the notion that you are going to go against the CDC, the our nation's leading you know, disease health agency, that's a big deal if you're a doctor. So we're over our five-minute point, but the bottom line I want to say is this. There are organizations, even in the West Shore area, that I will not go to anymore. I will not renew my membership because I have been harassed nonstop. Because if I have a view on COVID and you express it, they go at you like, like they're just little little tiny creature fiends. I'm not going to deal with it. So the bottom line is I absolutely unequivocally, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, believe in free speech. I believe as an investment advisor, I need to get real facts and figures. And like I say, corruption, uh, corruption you want corruption? Get advertising. Advertising corrupts. That's why we don't have it here on, the, you know, on this podcast. Not going to ever have it. With that being said, talk, talk, think, and make decisions for yourself. This is Paul Truesdale. Thank you for joining me. See you tomorrow morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of fixed cost investing a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.